Welcome to How to Catholic with Kevin and Lisa Cotter, a podcast dedicated to helping you practically live your Catholic faith with excellence. Do you ever wish you could have a deeper relationship with your significant other? Do you struggle to invest in a relationship like you know you should? Date night is a universally recognized way to deepen romantic relationships. What does it look like? And what are some ways to make sure that it happens? On today's podcast, we discuss three date night killers and three date night don'ts to help ensure that you'll have the best date night possible. Along the way, we'll share with you our own date night successes and failures. We've got a giveaway to fill you in on, and we're going to need your help for our next episode. You won't want to miss it, so let's get started. You know, Lisa, sometimes I feel like we do episodes, not because we're really good at them, but we actually need to get better at the topic. And I feel like tonight's one of those episodes. Yeah, well, this is, I think, something that we've done well in certain seasons, Mm -hmm. but not... That's true. The latest season. No, certainly not in the latest season. That's okay. That's why it's great because you learn more and more like the things you teach. It's great because it it helps you live it out better. I feel like all the time on the podcast, that's what you do. Like you teach something and you're like, I need to live that. I need to think about that. I need to do that, which is why that's great. That's why people should teach Mm -hmm. anything. Like why why you should share your faith because you then you have have to own it more. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. So I feel like that's what this episode's all about. It's about date night. We need to get better at date night. And this episode's going to help us do that. But we've also been good at date night. So we have some really good things to share as well. It's like the best of both worlds. Yes. We have had some very good seasons of date night. But. If you do say so yourself. The latest season has not been very good. And quite frankly, we just wanted to do a lighthearted episode. (laughs) It's true. We need a lighthearted episode, and that's exactly what this will be. But before we get to our episode, dear listeners, we have something really awesome for our next episode, and it's time for our Q&A episode. Yes, I love our Q&A episode. We're in season four, episode 10, which is crazy to think about. And each time, each season, episode 10 is a QA and a session. But here's the thing. We need your questions in order to give you answers. And so we just ask that you email us at hello at made to magnify.com or you can share your questions via social e- uh, social media. That's what that thing is. Media. Social media. Um, so yeah, anything really. We're looking for anything here. If you have a question about Lisa and her speaking and writing, if you have a question about me and my new job, if you have a question about something that we you wish that we did on the podcast, or maybe something you heard and you're like, hmm, I I wonder, I wanted, I wish I could have asked them for something more on that topic or from their lives. Whatever it might be, we're we're pretty game at answering that, answering mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and usually in the QA too, we get some apologetics questions or some faith questions, and we're happy to answer those too yeah. if we have the answers. Or sometimes we research so we can have the answers. Yeah. Maybe a riddle you have, a puzzler. <laughs> no. Those would be fun questions. I was thinking things more like <laughs> Tell us more about the catechism. The point, Lisa, is we're <laughs> open to questions and we really need them. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Or else the episode would be really It's going to be a terrible episode unless you help. And so you might think, right now, I've got a question. 
Oh, I bet they won't need that question. I bet they'll be fine. Wrong. You should send it in right away. You should like pause this and just email us or pause mm-hmm. this and go to social media and just get it done. Mm-hmm. Or you're like, I'm in the car. Great. When you're done in the car, email us right away. Yeah. Let yeah. us know your questions. It's one of my favorite things we do. Fantastic. Well, it's how to date night. How to date night. And like normal, we're going to do a little vision before this. And this is kind of fun. I feel like you're going to walk us through most of this episode. I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to help facilitate and chime in. Yes. So why, why date night? Why yeah. does it matter? Yes. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I think there's obvious reasons, right? At date night is a time. So this, well, first of all, let me say when I say date night, we are talking about married couples, but also I think this is a great thing to begin to institute if you're engaged mm-hmm. or if you're in a long-term relationship Maybe you met freshman year in high school and you're like, we got a date for eight years before <laughs> it really makes maybe the right time for us to get married come up, right? So so for long-term relationships too, um, I think it's just so important that you be intentional about spending quality time together. So date night is a way of making sure that you have time to reconnect, take a little break from the mundane, de-stress together, And just really make sure that you're keeping your relationship alive and healthy. And there's actually research on why date night is so fantastic. Mm. In 2012, National Marriage Project, which is out of the University of Virginia, did a study called the Date Night Opportunity. And they basically studied date night in couples and had them go on dates or not go on dates. And they asked (laughs) the effects. So this was part of their research. They said husband and wives who engage in couple time, as they call it, we call oh, it date couple, night. Couple time. Couple time, which parentheses, spending time alone with each other, talking or sharing an activity on parentheses. I, I like how talking, sorry, go ahead. But talking, it's just, that's funny. They talked. Okay, go ahead. Yes. Well, like intentional. I feel like I have to start this whole quote over. Yeah, I think you now. should. Okay. I ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm just going to take out the quotes. Husband and wives who engage in couple time with their mates at least once a week were approximately, get this, 3.5 times more likely to report being, quote, very happy in their marriages compared to those who engaged, who enjoyed less quality time with their spouse. So I'm like 3.5 times more likely. Like I'd jump on the bandwagon if it was like two times more likely. But 3.5 is a pretty significant rating. And it makes sense. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, if you have fun together, you're going to be happier. If you aren't enjoying spending time together, then something's not going well. And you probably need to take a step back and maybe go see a counselor or things mm-hmm. like that and strengthen just the basics of your relationship making sure that, you know, you want your relationship, especially a marriage, to to have love and fun and enjoyment in it and date night as mon no not mundane but as um like planned as it sounds is important yeah and what i love about date night is obviously i think it's great for those who are dedicated to their catholic faith but it's also something that just people in the secular world are like yeah you need a date night so i think even more so as catholics like we have to have strong marriages it's so important for families um, it's just huge. Like if we're not working, I think that's big with everything with um, how to Catholic in our podcast, like we're constantly trying to figure out how to be excellence in all things. And I think it's easy sometimes to even miss the big stuff. And you're just like, no, like 
we got to get better at our marriage. Like, what are we doing and what are we actually doing? What habits do we have in place to make sure that's happening? And how do we schedule this out rather than we just say like, oh yeah, marriage is important. How much time do you spend on it? Well, you know, not much, like not intentionally, you know, Yeah. we're around each other, but date night's a great way to say, no, that's, that's something we actually take really serious. It's in our schedule. You're a priority. Yeah. Yeah. So tonight, with all that being said, we're going to look at three date night killers and then we're going to look at three date night don'ts. Mm-hmm. Just going as negative as possible as we're we can a, here. We're just two really <laughs> negative people. I know. We I looked at that. are really negative. So this outline is actually from a, a talk that I used to give when I did mom's groups. Mm. Um, yeah. Or family conferences. I don't mom's tend, groups. I know. Yeah. That was a fun season. Basically, my kids were like, what mom's group are we going to this <laughs> month? And I'm like... Well, uh, we're going here. And yesterday we went to a church that we went, that I had spoken at the mom's group, local church twice. And my son Paul was like, I feel like I've been here before. <laughs> to which I said, yes, you have. <laughs> when you were like four and we made you play with children, you didn't know. <laughs> you didn't know. You were rotating especially mom's group. Especially when your kids are homeschooled because it's like, all right, kids, we're all <laughs> going to, uh, you might be nine, but we're going to uh, mom's day out. <laughs> it was she was not that old. Well, maybe no, she was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Admit it. Well, there okay, you mom, go. Okay, mom, I guess I'll play with all these four-year-olds. It's cool. Me and the three-year-olds. Oh, man. All right. First date night killer. You ready? That's what I was supposed to say. Lisa, tell us the first date night killer. Uh, date night killer number one is scheduling. First thing that kills day night is not getting it on a schedule. And this, I think, is the biggest killer for most of us. It is certainly for Kevin and I which is why we've been out of practice here. Uh, you know, summer seasons like summer just tend to be really unpredictable. Um, we did, we did, we still made it a, a priority, right? Like it was just really sporadic. So like a couple weeks ago, we actually did a baby moon Whoa. and stayed that's, at a hotel. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> so, I don't know how to baby moon. I don't think that would be a, it was more of a I don't joke, know what to but say. I just, i just felt like we sprung baby moon on them very quickly. But yes. yeah, we went on a baby moon. In town. Do you want to tell anybody what a baby moon is that might not know? Oh, it's moon? it's when you go um, away before a baby's born. Like a honeymoon, <laughs> but it's a baby moon. <laughs> Good work. Yeah. And we started by carpet shopping, which is one of the don'ts. But Let me tell you, <laughs> if there's anything that's romantic in life, it's spending lots of money on carpet. <laughs> that Because you're allergic to the current carpet. Yes. Those are things that like really yeah they're romantic it was really romantic yeah us and al (laughs) (laughs) who is the most stereotypical carpet salesman of all time okay we gotta keep moving (laughs) so let's get back to the killers (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty dramatic stop it okay i mean hit on that's (laughs) the first time you've hit me during a podcast (laughs) (laughs) we must be having fun oh does this count as a date night when we podcast no, technically. We're intentionally talking to each other. <laughs> technically, no. Oh, okay. my gosh. Get back from the rabbit hole. Okay. Lisa, could you please tell us the remedy of scheduling as a killer? It's, it's How do we fix? How do we fix this? Okay. Point is, is that I have hope because school just started and things tend to get more in routine. So that's why this is such a good time to do this episode. For many of us who are parents, date night is a lot harder to do because of summer schedule which is not a schedule so now is a good time to start to build that habit so that's why we're talking about this now so remedy for this is to put it on the calendar once a week i think we used to have our standing date night was always wednesday night and it was on the calendar 
And we knew that it was a night when there were no sports. It was a night when there was no church stuff, which is no longer true. <laughs> now Wednesday has kept That's us why. alpha at our parish. It's killed. It's killed. It. It's killer. That's right. You're too busy evangelizing to go on dates with me. Just kidding. Um, so we just need to pick another night. Uh, and basically, we put it on the calendar. And then when there's an unavoidable conflict, before we like take it off the schedule, we make sure that we relocate it as opposed to just deleting it. And you might be thinking to yourself, you go out on a date once a week. Oh, my gosh. The answer to that is not really. Because at this time in our life, we actually only go out once a month. And then we do a date night in three times a month after mm-hmm. the kids go to bed. So we will talk about what that looks like in a minute. Awesome. So that was date night killer number one with scheduling. Make sure date night killer number two is planning. Yes. Which brings in this whole thing of wait, date night in, date night out. Yeah. So I'll explain Tell it in us a minute more. Here. Yeah. So when it comes to planning, we kind of got into this routine early on in our marriage where when we would have date night, Kevin always planned our dates for the most part when we were dating, It just was kind of, we did the old fashioned way. He was the one who kind of planned things. But then once we got married and it was like, oh, we should do a date, like an official date and go out. He kind of started to run out of enthusiasm and I don't blame him. And or ideas. And ideas. Yeah. And I started to get a little bit annoyed because it was always like, well, we're just going to do whatever Kevin plans, but we don't ever get to do what I want to do because there's certain things I would love to do for a date that Kevin would never think to plan or would never choose to plan. Mm -hmm. So we started taking turns and that's how we do it to this day is we rotate by month. So let's say Kevin's in charge of September and I'm in charge of October. And how it works is this is just stick with me because it sounds really complicated, but it's not. (laughs) So... Whoever's in charge of planning for the month always plans the date night out. And then they plan one of the three date night ends. And we used to be awesome at this. We used to be really good at this. So, so for example, the month might go, okay, a planned date night in. And then we would just have an unplanned date night in. And then we would have a planned date night out the next week. And then on the fourth week, we would have an unplanned date night in. So really, you're just planning two dates, one in and one out each month. And then throughout the year, you're planning six out dates and six in dates. So it's not as overwhelming and it doesn't feel as like burdensome as if one person was doing all of it. Because planning 24 nights would be a lot. But 12 is a little more manageable. So, yeah, yeah so that's what we do. And that might not be the best plan for you as a couple. Um, I don't know. Maybe planning for you sounds stressful. But we found that if we don't plan, then we would just end up like watching a TV show and falling asleep. Because <laughs> we'd be too tired to think or do anything so or you like try to decide what you're gonna watch for 30 minutes and you're like we don't even have time to watch it (laughs) now we don't have time anymore gosh (laughs) you even watch stuff gosh this is terrible yeah we're so good at this so so we just i threw out a lot of categories there so in versus out planned versus unplanned so let me give you a little idea of kind of how this works so an unplanned day night in would be like just sporadic so we know okay it's it's wednesday night after the kids go to bed we're not gonna work we're not gonna do house chores we're not gonna talk about budget we're just gonna have fun together so we might play a favorite game like a card game or a board game we might eat desserts and just sit and chat we might work on a puzzle and maybe we'll watch a movie um but usually we try to pick something that has a little more intentionality to it if we're gonna watch Mm -hmm. some screen time 
Um, really, the goal is just to be intentional together. Phones put away, not working, not doing other stuff. So that would be the unplanned date night in, which is twice a month. Then you have your planned date night in, which requires some prep work on the part of the person whose month it is. So maybe um, things we've done in the past is, I, I think one time one of us, I can't remember who, but we borrowed a board game from a neighbor that we had never played before. So we learned a new game. Kevin one time set up the bonfire and we did some s'mores. Um, oh, also one time Kevin rented a swing dance video from the library. Yeah, all this talk about only doing what I want. <laughs> I did not want to swing dance. That was t- fully. Well, but he was like the best of all worlds because nobody else could watch <laughs> us. <laughs> but I really love to dance. Kevin, not so much. So it was fun. We just pushed the furniture aside in the living room and. I think you're still embarrassed, even though no one else can see us. <laughs> I think I was, yeah. Um, you're doing it wrong. No one can see us. <laughs> okay. I know, I just... Uh. Yeah. Uh, another example, fondue. Fondue night. A mm. little, more, little more prep than just what yeah. we have in the freezer kind of a thing for a dessert. So so that's, uh, that's the plan day night in. Um, the newest thing, because we're even getting a little worn out from that, um, <laughs> because... We've been married 13 years, so, you know, seems like a long time. Um, <laughs> probably isn't that long. Wow. It's right. I guess it's, it's really had... hard being married to me for no. so long. <laughs> I think it feels like a long time because we've had kids for most of those years, you know? It, yeah. Three it months just... after we got married, I was pregnant, so. True. And kids just make you more tired, I guess. Um, Way to blame it on the children. <laughs> All right, keep going. Date night in a box. Date night in box. Um so we have two of them that have been delivered to our house. We haven't done either one yet, but we have them. Uh, and that is something that we're excited to do. They look good from the outside. Well, they, so they set it up for you, which I'm actually pretty excited. This the, the second one that we got, they sent us everything we need to do, a painting project together. And then there's a YouTube link. So it's kind of like going to Canvas and Cocktails, one of those kinds of, you know, paint and sipping and painting, whatever. But you watch the YouTube and then they sent you all the supplies that you need to make your own painting. So that's fun. And then they send you a snack and they usually send like a movie list and they have um, playlists that you can get on to their website and play their playlist. Like there's just like a lot of elements to it. You always get a candle, a different scented candle each Mm. time. So there's just kind of some, I don't know, it's kind of fun. So that's something that we're going to try for um, our planned date night in coming up here. So... Okay, plan day night out. Okay, if you're in charge of that, then you do it all. So you get the babysitter if you need a babysitter. You pick the restaurant. So that's when you get to pick your favorite restaurant. You pick the movie or the event. And the other person just kind of comes along um, and asks, you know, like, how do I need a dress? They don't have to plan anything. And usually what we do is for the day night out, we typically float it to Friday or Saturday night. Um, or we might do it during the day, hmm. sometimes like a Saturday afternoon or morning or something. It just kind of depends what we're doing. Um, but if you do a Google search, I mean, you can just find endless ideas for date night outs. A couple things that I'll link to one that I tried to get Kevin to do, but, uh, he was like, that's too complicated. Um, are the ABCs of dating. So like a would be an art museum. B would be bowling. C would be a comedy house. D would be the driving range and so on. And you rotate through the alphabet. I thought that would be I don't fun. even remember an X name that, but go ahead. <laughs> you were like, that's a lot of work. I was like, oh. You just love lists. I do. I just off. like things like that. Yeah. So. 
Anyways, and also I'll link to um, Focus on the Family in Canada has a list of creative date nights. Um, anything from going to a thrift store with $5 to buy each other a gift or um, going to the library and checking out your favorite book and then going to a park to read it to each other. I mean, there's all kinds of funny stuff that they have. So so that's the planned, uh, the planning of dates. And the point is it should be fun and you only have to do it six times a year in, six times a year out. So you have fun with it. There you go. All right. Time for our hack. It is time for our hack. Do you want to give them the hack? I don't. We didn't talk about who's doing the hack and highlight. That's okay. I can do it. Okay. I feel like they're more you. Yes. So our <laughs> hack this week is a simple one. It's freezer meals. I get a lot of meal train emails for new babies or families in need. And I don't really like cooking, so it kind of <laughs> overwhelms me. So I tend not to do them. But what I found is that if I batch a few freezer meals, then I'm ready. Then I don't have to feel like, oh gosh, well, I have to go to the store and is this the right day? So this would be the hack is just to get some, just make a couple of freezer meals, just do a batch, do three or four of them, throw them in the freezer, put a little sticky note on top for when it was made. And then when you have somebody who's in need, it's easy for you to be generous because it's already done. It's already ready. And then if nobody needs them, you have dinner for yourself. So it's a win-win really. Yeah. So you can be ready to be generous. It's preparing to be generous. Mm. Well, yes. And we also have a highlight for this week because we have a giveaway for this Hey-o. episode. Yes. Yes. Our friends at Catholic relief services, sent us a bag of their new fair trade coffee called Mama Tierra Coffee. And Kevin, it's sourced in Oaxaca, Mexico. Which I've been to before in college. Yeah, Kevin did a mission trip there. So I thought that was really cool. Um, And we're not really big coffee drinkers. So we thought, hey, but we love their mission. And the mission is to empower women farmers. And so we thought, we'll do a giveaway. So we reached out to our friend Megan at The Cozy Wife. And she sent us over a hand knit cozy to go with a coffee. It's got a little Bible verse on it. Second Corinthians two fifteen. It says, "Be the aroma of Christ." So cute. So, hop on over to Instagram, and you can enter to win some free trade, co- fair trade coffee, and a cozy. And while you're on Instagram, you can also ask us a question. It can be a twofer. Yeah, Just get, get her on, done. enter, and send us a question. That'd be great. All right. Well, we're looking at killers tonight. Date night <laughs> killers. We looked at two. We have one more and then three quick dating don'ts. Date, date night don'ts. don'ts. Mm-hmm. Lisa, do you want to tell us about our third killer? <laughs> our third killer <laughs> is money. Mm. Mm. When we first got married, Kevin was in graduate school. And then because we thought this would be a good idea, we went <laughs> straight from graduate school to fundraising our salary with focus which we did up until like three months ago. Which, yes. Which I told that whole story in the first chapter of my book coming out. Which oh. I'm really excited about. Yeah, we haven't really talked about Kevin has another book coming out. That's like a in whole a month. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. All right, but yeah, we didn't yeah. have any money. We as didn't much have money. any money. Some money, not much money. Not much. So, so what do we, we do? <laughs> yeah, in fact, Kevin and I both are like, remember the one time we went out <laughs> to eat our first year of marriage? It was at Chili's. And we had a coupon or a gift card <laughs> or something. <laughs> it's like... We were, we, yeah, we just were really pinching pennies to get through grad school without going into debt and then straight into fundraising. So we got really good at date night on a shoestring here. Mm-hmm. So what we did is, first of all, we put date night in the budget 
just so there wasn't stress about it. So we didn't go out and I was like, so is this like a only get water? Don't get an appetizer. Like <laughs> this looks like a nice menu. What's my budget for my meal? Right. So mm-hmm. it was just in the budget in general to relieve some of that stress. And you want to be reasonable here, but you also don't want to be stingy because it's an investment in your marriage and you want to put your money into the things that are important and not many things are more important than your marriage um, or your fiance or, you know, maybe you're heading that direction, whatever it is, right? So very important. So uh, easiest way that we found is just to give each of us a per year amount. So I'm just going to give a easy number, not necessarily our number, but let's say it's $600 per person per year. So that's $100 per month for your date night in and your date night out, which goes pretty quickly when you get a babysitter. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. So we did it that way. So that way you could kind of choose. So maybe one month you're going to go big and go to a nice restaurant in symphony. But then the next month, the kids are going to go over to your aunt and uncle's house and you're going to take a picnic basket and go on a hike. And that doesn't cost very much to make up for the more expensive night. So that way you can kind of mess with it. Um, and you don't need to have a big budget to make date night work. So one thing that we do, um, coupons, we love coupons for events. I, especially early on in our marriage, we basically chose what restaurant we would go to based upon what was in the golden book. Don't we have that book? (laughs) We got that book. Where, what book? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's how we chose our restaurants was where can we get a buy one, get one free. Um, We would ask for gift cards to restaurants or attractions for Christmas and birthdays. That's always a fun thing to me to get is events. Uh, you can always look for free nights or free days at the museum. We've definitely done free days at the museum. Our, our, Library has this thing called culture passes where you can get stuff for free. Um, and then lately, our, our latest uh, trick mm. has been getting items at auctions. We tend to go to a lot of auctions. <laughs> and so uh, our next date night out at the end of the month here is actually a cooking class that we got at our school's auction back in February. So that's another great way. If you want to give, mm-hmm. look for things that maybe you could use for date night. So that's good. Um, and then some w- quick ways to cut corners for babysitting. Um family if you have family in town um ask them to babysit uh you can swap with a friend maybe you watch their kids once a month and they watch your kids once a month that way you both get a date night in um and also even swapping services with single friends or those without kids um maybe like one of you can do an oil change in exchange for a date night or you can help them install a light fixture or you could like babysit their pet for the weekend and they can watch your kids for two hours because that's like the equivalent (laughs) of the work so you know just look for creative ways but don't let money be the reason you don't go out those were our three killers killer number one scheduling number two planning number three money Mm -hmm. and none of those have to kill your date night yeah okay you ready really quickly for the three day night don'ts I'm ready. Okay. Thank you for asking. You, yeah, I know. You needed to get prepared for that. <laughs> I might have said no, but I'll allow it. All right. First one is don't let kid troubles, work woes, life tasks, steal date night. Okay. This can be really easy to default to, but if, if you have that much to talk about, then you need to set up another night for a family meeting to go over schedules and things like that. But date night should be for fun. And you might be thinking to yourself, okay, so if we can't talk about the kids or work, like what are we supposed to talk about? Uh, But the reality is before you were married, 
you probably didn't talk about kids because you probably didn't have any and you probably didn't spend your entire day nights talking about how much you hated your jobs because that's not very attractive. So wow, it uh, yeah. is possible to talk about other things because you used to talk about other things. So if you need to get back in the swing of things, uh, some quick, easy things you can do is to bring some conversation starters, which maybe you feel like losers doing that, but who cares? Um, conversation starters can be a great way to get a conversation going. One thing Kevin and I have done in the past is we're our own little book club, mm. and we often read books together. Mather um, books on strengthening marriage. We read Love and Respect together. Mm-hmm. Um, Five Love Languages is another great marriage strengthening book, just classic one. Uh, we read The Dream Manager together once and By talked Matthew about Kelly. goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was good. Mm-hmm. That was um, a really good one. Yeah. There was one season where we read the Narnia series as a family, so we would use that to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I'd always want to talk about the spiritual implications, and Kevin would be like, oh, I didn't think about that. I just thought it was a faraway magical <laughs> land. <laughs> um, and if you're not a reader, get audiobooks, listen to podcasts, whatever it is. There are other ways around it. Sorry, um, I'm still about Narnia. You'd be like, the sacramental <laughs> implications of that, and be like, I just said it's a cool dragon. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's okay. Which you would really, that you would really think it wouldn't, I don't know. I would have thought you would have also been anyways. Okay. I just love dragons. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. Second don't is don't use date night for duties. So it's not a time. <laughs> to like getting carpet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to run errands, but that's what we did. Or to go on a double date with your new boss. Like that doesn't really count. Right. So if you are going to do a double date, um, we, which we've done that before. We just make sure that there's some time that's alone. So we might go to dinner with a couple, but then go get dessert on our own or walk around the lake on our own, something like that. So, and make sure you both like the couple. Cause it's not very fun if it's like, yeah, it felt like a chore. Like I yeah. went, but I didn't want to go. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. Not carefree timelessness. It's like annoyed timefulness. Yeah. That would be kind of a mean thing to do as a spouse. Like, well, I get to plan this month. So (laughs) (laughs) we're doing a double date with these people you hate. Yeah. Love your spouse. Okay. Last don't is don't give up. Um, Mm. you will have seasons when this won't be easy. And I was laughing as I was looking through this because literally right about down like five years ago was times of transitions, new baby moving, (laughs) heavy season at work. And I was like, Oh, we're doing all of that. Chuck, 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 chuck. Right now. All at once, which is why we haven't been very good at it. Um, but the reality is, is during these times, this is the most important time to do date nights. Because if not, then you just get annoyed with each other because it's constant work. So even if all you can get in is just a 30-minute walk around the neighborhood, like get it in. Do whatever it takes to make sure at least once a week you are getting some sort of one-on-one time, just you and your spouse, intentional just to be together and have fun. There you go. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Three killers, mm-hmm. three day night dotes. And now it's time for our how-to challenge. Yes. Our how-to challenge is if you are married or engaged or seriously dating, come up with a date night plan. Very simple. Mm-hmm. We shared ours. You don't have to do exactly what we do. Figure out what works best for you. And then if you're not married, our challenge for you is to Ask a couple you know with young kids if you can babysit their kids so they can go on a date night. I think yeah. that would just make their day, and I I can almost guarantee you that they would be elated to have that opportunity. So It'd make like it possible the for them. Best thing ever, and sometimes that's where it's just it gets people unstuck. Like, oh, okay, 
we can make this happen. Somebody can babysit. So mm-hmm. really good. Go. Also, don't forget about our Q&A episode next week. Please email us your questions at hello at made to magnify.com or share them on social media, social media, and check out our Instagram to enter to win the Mama Terra coffee and cozy wife knitted cozy for your to go mug. <laughs> that sounded funny. Cozy wife. The cozy wife is her name. <laughs> Anyways. We'll let you do that next time. Well, that <laughs> was our show for today. Thanks so much for listening in. If you want to connect with us, you can email us or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Kevin R. Cotter or Lisa Ann Cotter. That's Ann with no E. As always, if you enjoyed this show, please give a rating on iTunes. That would be awesome. Please do it. Add it to your podcast subscriptions and tell your friends. This helps get out the word about how to Catholic. Until next, uh, until next week, be saints. It's worth it.